0: Some years ago, when I was trying to decide whether it was God's will, whether it was the right thing for me to shift from the Presbyterian Church into the Episcopal Church, I can tell you that the idea of foot-washing was almost a deal-breaker. At that point, to me, it seemed strange, contrived, artificial. I was used to certain rituals associated with Monday, Thursday, of course, but they included such things like shining my shoes and keeping them on my feet, <laughs> sitting in a church pew while I listened to a minister preach and preach and preach and preach... When I took the leap into the Episcopal Church before long, I was volunteering as an acolyte, as an altar server, and the church where I served had a tradition that everyone and the altar party, all of the acolytes, were to participate in the washing of feet. And so as Holy Week approached, I started worrying I worried because I knew that we all had to wash feet and have our feet washed. And so I was nervous. And of course, knowing that I was nervous and worried felt kind of self-righteous and prideful. And so that made it even worse. And so I wondered, what if the person who was to wash my feet didn't like what they saw? What if they switched to another person to avoid me? Or what if they quietly washed my feet this year, but next year carefully avoided me or maybe went to another church entirely? And so you get the idea of how my obsessive worry continued. That first Monday Thursday arrived. I had my feet washed and I washed someone else's. And that year, and every year since, I've been amazed at how deeply moving and surprising the experience can be. In that first place for me at the foot washing, everyone came forward, much like Communion. One person would kneel before the other that was seated in the chair and wash their feet, and then the person in the chair would turn around and kneel and wash the next person's feet, and on it went. That's what we all will be invited to do tonight. If one really thinks about it, if one really looks for Christ in the other person, in the awkwardness and the vulnerability, then something of Christ is there. I promise. For me, washing someone else's feet, that's the easy part. It may be that way with a lot of you. Um, We can do things for other people, but to have them done for us, that's very, very different. The washing of feet is symbolic, of course, in many churches, and I believe in this one in the past, 12 people are usually ushered forward or selected, and then the priest kneels and washes those feet of the 12. Um, the Pope today washed the feet of refugees. and Last year, I believe he was at a prison or the year before, and last year maybe was, was a few um, women who were Muslims. And so he makes his point. Here is the Pope kneeling to do something menial and of service. And then he also gets in a little political jab there as well with whatever the issue of the year might be. There's a lot to see and a lot to experience when we see those people who are, who are normally in positions of leadership and authority then switching roles and becoming the servant. But we shouldn't stop there. That's only part of tonight's gospel. Remember the part we just heard. After Jesus washed their feet, had put on his robe, and had returned to the table, he said to them, If I, your Lord and teacher, have washed your feet, you also ought to wash one another's feet. For I have set you an example that you also should do as I have done to you. I used to drive my Presbyterian colleagues crazy for many reasons, but um, one especially was that um, the the rule we had always been taught was that for something to be a sacrament, it had to be something that Jesus did and something Jesus said to do. Um, Jesus was baptized and Jesus said, go and baptize, therefore baptism is a sacrament. Jesus uh, offered communion. Jesus said, offer communion. Therefore, Holy Communion is a sacrament. Why isn't foot washing a sacrament? Jesus washed feet and said, wash feet. Love one another, Jesus says, even as I have loved you. Monday, Thursday simply gives us one way of practicing this. It's a very practical, physical expression of love. But the foot washing is closely connected to what comes next in the gospel and what comes next in our worship, to the Lord's hospitality and graciousness around the table. For Jesus and his disciples, it was the Passover meal. For us, it's Holy Communion. And so we continue to celebrate this meal. We, we offer the love of Christ to one another, even as he offered his love every time we celebrate Holy Communion. Like the foot washing, there's a kind of threefold choreography. At at communion, we come forward, either standing or kneeling, but we come in humility. We acknowledge that we need to be fed. We cannot feed ourselves entirely. All our striving, all our working, all our grasping in the end doesn't fill us quite. And so we hunger for something else. We thirst for something else, for God for change, for for something to happen in our life as we step forward. Who knows what hungers we bring to this table? And then we eat from a common bread, we share a common cup, we risk closeness, we risk being needy, being like other people, being ordinary, being one of the crowd, being unleavened, as it were but we also feel strengthened by one another. If the steps up to the altar are difficult, if the steps toward the communion rail are difficult, just watch. People help one another. If it's really difficult, they make a sign and we bring communion to them. It's that way. There is always a a stabilizing arm, a, a hand that's offered. We eat and we drink together. And we are changed. We're changed. We're renewed. By taking Christ's body and blood into ourselves, we're made one with him and one with one another. Every day is not Maundy Thursday, of course, and most of us don't probably have the daily opportunity of serving someone in such a way as washing feet. Nor do all of us live at or meet people at an altar every day, But we do live in a world of opportunities. We live in a world with far too much hunger, physical and emotional and spiritual. We live in a world where too many people lack those essentials of food and shelter and clothing. We live in a world where people lack a sense of being loved or a sense of belonging. We live in a world, in a city, in a neighborhood, hungering for God. And we are uniquely enabled to offer God. As we experience God, as we question God, as we struggle with God, as we make ourselves vulnerable to God, we offer all of that to all of those who might draw closer to God. In just a few minutes after the invitation to the washing of feet, um, I'll invite all of those who are up for playing along physically uh, to remove socks and shoes in your pew. And then as the ushers sort of steer us up, come forward and two at a time, one in the chair, one in front, we will wash one another's feet. Um, I don't want anyone to feel pressured. It is fine if you don't feel called to be a part of this ministry. Um, But ask yourself what the Spirit might be encouraging you to think about tonight. Um, Where in your life might God be inviting you to be more vulnerable with another person? Where in your life might God be wanting to wash, to renew, to make clean? Together, may we celebrate this ritual of friendship, of humility, as we prepare ourselves bodily and spiritually for spiritual and holy communion with Christ our Lord and with one another. In the name of God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen.